Hi, in this lesson, we're going to learn about analytics for your teacher websites so that you can learn about your traffic and you can know what people are doing on your website as well as what people are not doing on your website. Hi, I'm Angel from RT Course Experts and we help creative online course teachers with their tech. In this lesson, we're going to go over analytics for teacher websites. First of all, you may have some challenges. You may not know who's visiting your website. You may not know what they're doing on your website. And you may be paying for ads but not seeing anybody or enough people buy your services. These are all good questions that you can answer with analytics. First of all, what are analytics? Analytics counts and provides reports of activities on your website. For example, how many people visit your website each and every month? Analytics are sometimes called metrics or statistics or even key performing indicators, KPIs. You can have various metrics that are your KPIs, various stats that you're tracking every month to see how your business is growing. These are some of the words that different people use for, for stats, metrics, KPIs. We're gonna get into analytics and there's lots of different values and some of them could be your key performance indicators. Analytics are counting very specific events that happen on your website and then it's aggregating them into a database and later you can pick and choose and say, hey, how many people showed up today? How many people showed up last month? How many people clicked on this thing? So those are all different kinds of metrics that you'll be able to know once you have analytics installed. And the most popular analytics is called Google Analytics. But regardless of what analytics package or metrics you're using, let's just give you a primer on what are analytics why we'd want them for your teacher websites and even other services like your community or your courses so that you can see what is happening on your properties. All right, why track analytics? So there's three good reasons. Number one is business health. It lets you know how many visitors are coming to your property every single month, every single day, every single hour, right? And then not only are you knowing the business health of, hey, I have traffic coming to my website, you can know what are people specifically doing on your website that might help those visitors ultimately become customers. Just knowing high level business health, like, hey, I had a thousand people this month, that's great. And by the way, 150 of them looked at my services page to see how I can help them. Next up is what is working? Analytics lets you know which kinds of content you might have, maybe content on your blog or certain words on landing pages that resonate with your customers. From an ads point of view, what are the different ads that are, that are getting clicked on and that they're making it to your webpage? Social sharing. What are the types of content that you're sharing? And by the way, which of those things are people clicking on those social websites that come back to your webpage? Your lead magnet, are people signing up or are they not signing up? Is it the pop-up? Is it the sidebar? 
Is it at the bottom of reading a long blog article that they're ultimately signing up to get tips or to get your PDF? And then ultimately booking links, you might have Calendly or send me a message or let's have a discovery call or send me an email, call me. Are those different pages and those different services working? Are they getting visitors right up to that specific page that says, hey, schedule a time now to talk? Or are they not even making it to that booking page? You need to know all these different things. And then analytics also gives you insight into what to change, what's not working, what's an experiment that you should try. For example, content on your homepage, is it just too busy? Do you have your blog there? Should you not have your blog there? What's the main message at the top? Um, SEO, right? What do you have configured for your metadata on each of your various important pages? Indexing, do you have certain key content on your website that's there, but Google doesn't know about it? So when people search, it's not in the search results because certain pages may not have been indexed. What does your menu look like? Do you have the key items? Do you have the right information architecture in the right hierarchy order? Do you go really deep with three levels on your menu or just one or two items on your main menu? Even button text or links, what is the anchor text that you have on your buttons? Are they generic? Can you change the words? So instead of order, order now, or more to learn more, all those different things that you can do and they'll all have different results on what visitors do on your web page. And obviously you'll want to tweak your checkout. Maybe your checkout is three or four steps and with one click, they can put their credit card and order your service. So there's a variety of different things. Do you have a lot of fields? Are people making it to your checkout page? But for whatever reason, they're not buying. Maybe your SSL certificate is out or some other issue. But with analytics and metrics, you'll know where people are going and where they're stopping and dropping off or bouncing off your website. Let's dig into some of the more popular metrics that people are watching week to week, month to month for their online courses, or for their teacher websites. So the first one is impressions. How many people actually saw your site on their search results? So they search for something and they saw your website was there in the list, maybe page one, maybe page two or three, but it was there and they scrolled through it for whatever reason, they didn't click on it. Maybe they didn't like the title or it wasn't for them, but how many impressions are you getting? Next up is the unique visitors. How many people actually clicked or typed your website and went directly to your website? How many actual unique people? Not the same person that pogoed in and out and in and out, but unique visitors across the world that saw something or heard about it and clicked on it and went to a page on your website. So these are your unique visitors and it's a very important metric. Next up are traffic sources. Where did they find you? Did they know about your company and they typed it into the browser and clicked enter? Or did they search for something, some of your keywords, 
that you offer with your teacher website. And they ultimately found you on search results. Uh, good job on SEO. And they clicked on it and they went to one or more of your pages. So if they used SEO, that would be called organic traffic. Was it a referral? So for example, maybe they were on social media on Twitter and they saw something about your site or in blog very specific to your niche and they saw something that you said there and they liked what you said. So those are referral links that another website had a link to your website and people clicked over there and they landed on your website. And finally, another traffic source is a paid source. So this is like advertising. So you paid for ads, they clicked on the ad and they went directly to a specific page on your website. Could be your homepage, but I recommend a landing page specifically for whatever it is that that ad was selling. So traffic sources, it's good to know, and this is great to look at as like a pie graph. Where's my traffic coming and what ratios? Next up is session duration. So when people go to your website, how long are they staying there? Are they going and within <laughs> two seconds, they're hitting the back button on the browser or are they staying there? Are they like looking around? Are they curious? Is it the right fit for them? So are your visitors visiting you and staying on your website? Think of this as like engagement, right? They found something that they're interested in. They're clicking around, they're reading the blog article. They might be reading your glossary or watching a video or learning more about you. And maybe they'll read one or two or three blog articles. This is all about, are you speaking in their terms? Are you really helping them? Are you removing a pain? Are you providing your visitors with benefits? And finally, which pages are people visiting on your website? Is it all about the homepage? Are there very specific pages? Is it your categories? Is it your services? Is it your blog? Is it your main lead magnet or different things? So what pages are they visiting and which ones are the most popular? And, and it might not just be direct links on your main menu or your homepage. It might be like that checkout page or that sign up form, or maybe for some reason, some pages are erroring out. So you need to know which are the pages that are being viewed, whether they're good or bad, you need to know so that you can redirect traffic. So now you know what are analytics, there are data, key events for your website. The events are usually that a page was looked at. It's super important for your business health and it lets you as a business owner and lead teacher and coach know what you should change so that you can improve your metrics month over month. Let's go into an example. So let's talk about how analytics are actually collected. So we're gonna geek out for a minute or two, but that's what we do here. So first of all, a visitor may have wanted a piece of content from your website, right? Maybe they're interested in your blog or a certain page. So they're on their browser, they're on their tablet. They are, their computer, their device is talking to your web server, right? And it's saying, hi, can I please view the blog page ABC? And by the way, I'm at address one, two, three. Remember the internet works with addresses, just like houses that have a home address. 
every device has an internet address, an IP address. The visitor uses their tablet, they're on your website, and they request a page. The server, your web server, probably as an example, maybe WordPress, says, oh, okay, user want this page. First of all, do I have the page? Yeah, great, I do have the page. And then, by the way, every time a request is made, it sends a message to your analytics. For example, Google Analytics. This is, hey, Google Analytics, just FYI, this user from address 123 wants page ABC. Just letting you know. Log it on your database. Later, I might ask you about how many people came to this page or how many people today visited my website. Every request that comes into your web server, if you have Google Analytics installed, it will notify the server to say, hey, log an event of this. Record this transaction where a user from this address needed this thing. So it lets Google Analytics know, and then it returns back whatever it is that your customer needed. And in this case, it returns back the HTML for page ABC. And your, your customer device, they just keep requesting pages as they're clicking. Every time they request a page from your web server, your web server notifies Google Analytics, hey, somebody just asked for this, you know, track it real quick. I don't need to know the details, but just log this event, and then it returns back the results so that the visitor could be happy and without waiting too long. So that's how analytics generally work, the way underneath all the systems talk to each other. But from your point of view, they let you track every single client request, and later you can slice and dice all that data. All right, so now you're a lot smarter on analytics for your website or even other properties. To summarize, remember, try to install analytics, Come up with your key performance indicators, the main things that you're going to track. Come up with a system like once a month, I'm going to log them in a report or on Sunday afternoon, I'm going to log into Google Analytics and look at what happened and then start making little changes, right? Little changes one at a time so that you can improve your stats and get people to stay longer, get people to click to the right pages and start tweaking your website. To learn more, check out the info and links in the notes. Subscribe now to get more tips for creative online course teachers. And if you need any tech help with courses, community, or teacher websites, visit www.rtcourseexperts.com. Talk to you soon.